The girl sat down and regarded her surroundings in silent amazement. In contrast to the functional simplicity of the entry room, this room was almost jarring in its decor. A large globe rose atop an ornate Art Deco pedestal, which loosely enclosed one side of the sphere in a series of textured spires. I feel as if I'm in the Adventurer's Club, she breathed with a faint smile. Saxon acknowledged the remark with a nod and a faint smile. I hear that comment quite a lot. Now, can you please give me a little more information than you gave me over the telephone? The girl collected her thoughts before she replied. My name is Lorna Reed, she began hesitantly. I'm from a little hole-in-the-wall town called Shallowbrook in Illinois. A week ago, Herc Anders disappeared. Herc is the local character, I guess you'd call him. He's kind of a magpie, picks up and collects almost anything that takes his fancy, and he's always nosing around. Herc runs to a schedule. You could practically set your watch by where you'd find him at any point in the day. Anyway, when Herc didn't show up at his usual haunts the following morning, several of his friends went looking for him. Two of them think they traced him to his farmhouse. The white-haired man leaned forward, his face intent. What exactly do you mean by they think they traced him there, he demanded. Lorna shrugged and searched for the right words. They found some sort of tracks at his place, she elaborated. They were Herc's mostly, but there was another track that led to the hollow. That's another thing I should probably tell you about, Hex Hollow. That was the first disappearance. Doc Wayne came next, and the sheriff vanished a couple of nights later. Is there any clear connection between these men? Saxon asked quietly. I don't think so, the girl replied. Not unless you count the purple lightning. Purple lightning, you say? That's the best way I can describe it. We've been having funny weather the last couple of weeks. Strong night winds coming out of nowhere, and lightning that, well, you don't so much see it. It's more as if you register it after the fact that actually see it as it strikes. The funny thing is, the storms always seem to blow in from Hex Hollow. What exactly is this hollow? The man with the green eyes waited silently, allowing the girl to mentally assemble the salient details. His gaze wandered inconspicuously over to the large globe, and his shoulders gave a slight start. A deep amber glow now was pulsing over the northern polar region, cast by a concealed signal lamp recessed in the ornate mount. Pardon me for a moment, Miss Reed, the sleuth requested. I want to check on my assistants. The girl blinked in surprise at this sudden reversal of course. Certainly. The redhead sat motionless for a few seconds. Then, confident that he had indeed entered the adjacent library, she rose and crossed to the windows to look out at the city that seemed sprawled out to the horizon. Then Lorna gave a sudden start at something she saw in the street below. She waited several minutes for Saxon's return, becoming more visibly distracted as time passed. Finally, she jumped to her feet, glanced wildly around the office, and darted to the door. The slamming of the metal outer door penetrated to the library, where Saxon, Jerry, and Weed were crouching over a huddled form on the carpeted floor. Saxon looked grim. The fallen man's cyanotic lips and odd pallor indicated that a heart attack had likely been the cause of his sudden demise. That wouldn't make the explanations that the authorities would surely demand any easier. In the commissioner's current frame of mind, a dead thug in Saxon and Associates' offices would be sure to be taken as another sign that his already tenuous faith in the green-eyed man and his aides might have been ill-advised. 
You say he just doubled up? Saxon repeated. Weed nodded excitedly. Just that, Chief. Jerry just asked him a couple of questions. He gave a funny sigh, and then he keeled over. This is bad, Jerry remarked. The police should be here in a few minutes to pick up this fellow. What do we tell them? Saxon straightened, his eyes still on the crumpled form. Weed, he directed, you better park him someplace until we can get rid of the officers. Jerry, come with me. I'll attend to our guest while you set up a plausible distraction. Jerry beamed. Here was another clear occasion in which his taste in the lurid world of crime thrillers would come in handy. Hours spent at the local cinema had given him literally dozens of wild excuses. I get you. He overpowered me and beat it down the stairs. From there on, I don't know anything. That was when the sound of the closing outer door reached their ears.